Hey guys, welcome back to the FPL Juice Show daily podcast. Hope you're all doing well on what will now be a gorgeous Monday. What a weekend. The sun was shining. Uh, absolutely loving it. The temperature was hot. Hopefully we can have a good rest of the summer. Uh, we can chill out, relax in the garden with a nice cold beer, tinkering with your FPL teams. So Ash, obviously uh, yesterday went through the latest from Aston Villa. Today, I've got the rather unfortunate task of doing the same with Bournemouth. So, let's get stuck into it. Bournemouth got promoted after a uh, two-year hiatus away from the Premier League. They're now back in the Premier League. Now, I don't want to sound too harsh, but the way that FPL has priced some of these Bournemouth players is going to make it really, really difficult to see any of them making a way into your team. But let's have a little look. And who knows? They might just absolutely hit the ground running. You could get players doing a, a Stuart Dallas from Leeds and surprising us all and just start smashing the goals in out of nowhere. So you never know. We're not going to judge them too quickly. But uh, I am going to give you a quick run through and you can have a little think and make your own minds up. So as I mentioned, Bournemouth were promoted from the championship last season. Not as free scoring as uh, Fulham were. Obviously, Fulham pretty much ran away with that league. Um, absolutely smashing the goals in. Bournemouth didn't quite manage to be as good attacking. However, they were a tighter defensive unit. They conceded less goals. Um, Scott Parker got them really well drilled and organised. Um, and they didn't concede very many at all. Almost uh, less, less than one a game, pretty much. So... You would think maybe we can find some value in their defence. Unfortunately, every single defender and their keeper is priced at four and a half. And we know already from having looked at the other teams and the, and the price points that there are, four and a half goes a long way this year. You can get some really, really good established Premier League and established FPL assets for four and a half million at the moment. Are you going to be signing up Mark Travers in goal for four and a half? Probably not. And like I say, all the defenders are four and a half. It's just too much. Um, they've signed Ryan Fredericks. Uh, that's their only bit of business so far um, this summer. So we know Ryan Fredericks from his time at, at West Ham. And obviously uh, a loan spell with Carson, um, Scott Parker Sorry, at Fulham is probably where he's seen enough to bring him back to uh, his management team and, and, and really get involved with him. And I'm sure he will perform um, to a good level. Um, he's quite an attacking player, Ryan Fredericks, as, as we know. Didn't get a look in, obviously was, was part of the Europa League uh, team with West Ham, but didn't really get much Premier League playing time. But I don't know, four and a half, again, there's just so many other options out there. You've got the Arsenal um, wing-backs, uh, obviously Tommy Asu for one. Um, plus, you've got solid players like Tyrone Mings and Ben White and, and all of these kind of players. I just don't see where you're going to take the risk on a newly promoted defence, to be honest with you. But um, moving further up the pitch, the only one really is a kind of standout in terms of what they did last year. Uh, Philip Billing now, obviously we've seen him in the Premier League before, never really tore up any trees. However, last year uh, scored 10 from midfield in 37 starts. However... FPL Towers have absolutely killed him. They've stuck him in at five and a half million. It's it's insane. It, it, no one's going to own him. No one's going to own him. Think of the other players you can get 
for five and a half mil. Really kind of players that did great last year as well, like Damari Gray and people like that. Just players you're going to be much more willing to take a punt on rather than someone like Philip Binning. But, um, you know, they've, they've priced them out. What can I say? Moving on to uh, some other players that caught the eye. Again, Jamal Lowe. Now, he really is a, a more of a forward player. However, like FPL like to do, they have classified him as a midfielder. Scored seven last year, but they were mainly off the bench. And, and, and listen, if you're not going to be guaranteed starts in the championship, it's going to be even tougher for him in the Premier League. So I don't envisage him making a ton of starts, getting points. Um, and listen, even if you think he is, he's still five and a half million. It's insane. So maybe we'll steer clear of him as well. Uh, on to the strikers. Now, the only one, I guess, after a really successful campaign in the championship is Dominic Solanke. Now, he scored 29 in 46 games in the champ. Um, valued at six million, so not insane. Um, especially when you bear in mind that the players around that price point of six million, you've got Mbwemo uh, and Dakar. You've also got Chris Wood and, and obviously the two Forest strikers also promoted Johnson and uh, Awanai. So there are options around that £6 million. However, you know that Solanke's going to start every game. Whereas, I don't know, Mbwemo again, we know he was kind of classified as a midfielder last year and, and even then wasn't that attractive. So for him to be like gone up in price and be classified as a forward so he won't get those clean sheet points or, or, or more points if he does score really makes him far less attractive than he was Chris Wood who knows if Newcastle will make any more signings um, certainly that could bump him down the, the pecking order as well so I suppose if you do want a 6 million if that's all you've got left for your budget as a, as a second striker um, if you've gone for one of Haaland or Kane up front maybe or, or even Jesus and You've just got a little bit of change and you need to find a striker that is going to start at least. Why not take a punt on Solanke? For £6 million, um, there's not a lot else out there. However, I think I will be steering clear. I just don't think he's going to be good enough value uh, for our teams. So that's it, guys. That really is Bournemouth in a nutshell. We, we will have a proper look, look at them on the show. Um, however, I'm not filled with confidence uh, I can't think we're going to be digging too much deeper there just aren't enough options and they're not cheap enough uh, even if some emerge as, as, as good players from the start of the season I think at the prices they are we're really not going to be getting too excited there's there's still other as I said much more established FPO assets out there that that we know can deliver and aren't going to cost um, you know as much as some of these so it's a shame but I think Bournemouth is one to avoid at the moment, uh, but we will monitor it, obviously, as the season starts. So, guys, um, we will see you on Tuesday. There's one more daily pod that, that Ash will drop for you Tuesday morning, um, but we'll be back with the live show, of course, on Tuesday night at 6pm, where Holly Shand will be with us. We'll be talking all things FPL uh, for two hours live on YouTube, where you can join us and get involved as well. So we look forward to seeing you then, and take care.